0: All right. Hey, welcome everybody. Rob Kosberg here with another episode of the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. I have a great guest. I say that a lot, but I think you're really going to like Steve and the stuff that we talk about today. Steve Napolitan is an award-winning marketer placed in the top 10 in the Marketing Sherpa's most viral ad competition. Very, very cool. Clientele of Fortune 500 companies like Apple, Intel, Charles Schwab but works with small and mid-sized companies as well, which is very cool. Steve has a couple of best-selling books. We'll talk a little bit about that. We'll also talk about, maybe with his permission, some of the cool things that he has upcoming. Another thing I love about Steve, he's a a family man, speaks all over the world, and travels with his wife and kids together. So, Steve, welcome to the Publish, Promote, Profit Podcast. Great to have you all, my friend.
1: It's my pleasure, Rob. Thanks for having me.
0: You know, it's been a, a crazy time in the world as uh, uh, people are sick of hearing. And yeah. you are, you know, you've built this incredible business with speaking as like a, a big foundational part of it, right? And so, you know, what has it been like for you and for business with some of that, you know, being taken away? What's the transition been like to the online marketplace and that kind of thing for you?
1: Well, thanks for asking. And, you know, like many of us, it hit really hard and being a speaker trainer and having had, like I was in Africa, barely got back in the first week of March back into the U S wow. and then everything locks back, it likes down. And, and within two weeks, pretty much my whole world though, it was like the rug getting pulled, out from under, like all the trainings, except for two, two committed pretty quickly to turning virtual. The rest all went away. So it was coming up with new things. Luckily I had been already doing virtual. So I was able to do that. The thing that kept me going, Rob, because it was ugly, Uh, we're talking tons and tons of revenue. And uh, the thing that kept me going was why I do it. Yeah, I'm like, you know I'm here to help businesses. My mission is to help as many people have the freedom they desire and so, that doesn't change. Yeah. So, I was like, okay, if all the speaking's gone away, how else are we going to do this? And so, we had already had virtual programs. We lifted the bar way up. We s- built a whole e-learning center. You know, I brought on, I hired. So, during the time, I'm like losing revenue, but I hired two more coaches because it became a lot of high touch and right. many of our clients needed more touch, right? You know, so, I even had this craziness at the very beginning. People were like, we can't sell right now. It's, you know, everyone's yeah. in- and I was like, wait a minute. What do you mean you can't sell? Yeah. I, and I was like, so you don't want to do business? And, and then I actually, this person was so pushing back with me. I said, does your business hurt people?
0: Oh, good and question.
1: They, they looked at me and they're like, you're crazy. What, no way. No, my business doesn't hurt people. I'm like, well, then why would you stop helping me?
0: Right. So right. that's
1: been my theme, Rob, right there. Yeah. Why would I stop helping? So I just completely reinvented the business to the next level. And I'm going to welcome getting back on stage. Yeah. Uh, I did have my first one three weeks ago it was hybrid, but uh, it was really rewarding to be able to get back on the stage again, too.
0: Yeah, so. very cool. You know, we um at Bestseller Publishing, we obviously don't you know teach any of the speaker stuff. And by the way, I watch some of your speeches, or at least parts of them, and love your style. Uh, love how you give to people. Obviously, we'll give some links for people to check out your stuff in case uh, they're looking for speakers because you'd be a, a good one for them to choose. But, you know, at, at Bestseller Publishing, one of the things that we see many of our clients want to book for is to land bigger speaking engagements, make bigger fees, make a bigger splash, a bigger impact. And um, it has been honestly a little surprising to me how many of them have successfully transitioned over to this virtual space. You know, it seems like in the very beginning, and you may have experienced this exact thing, that, that many places were like, no, no, we want in-person only. And yet within a month or two, it seemed like many of them had been able to transition over and capture an entirely new kind of market, if you will, in this virtual space. And I don't think the in-person stuff's ever gonna go away. But have you kind of noticed the same thing, maybe more embracing the the virtual event model?
1: Absolutely. I think and I agree with you, it's gonna come back. People are gonna come out in droves because yeah. they're tired of being yeah. In one place. So I think we're going to want, we're going to see a big uptick, but with that said, there are going to be times when we're going to want that virtual space. And I think anyone that's speaking, if you're already speaking or you want a greater speaking space, your in-home setup is going to be important. You know, how... How you set yourself up, get you know buying some equipment, getting that going, but then even on my bigger ones, I actually bring a team in, so I nice. don't mess around. And so at the very beginning, I did have this one friend of mine who does like a, an event it's like a hundred thousand dollars they spend on this event to put this event on and then uh, he called me right before the event and it was too late. I couldn't help him, but he was like going to his office by himself and wow. I was like, what are you doing?" Yeah. I was like, don't go from a hundred grand to two grand. Like, I mean, you, <laughs> you. so when I have, and maybe this is a little bit more than what you were looking for, but when I do my events, so I also run my own events, plus I go to other people's events. So I do about six events a year and we didn't cancel any of those last year. Nice. We kept them all. We turned them all hybrid. I had a, th- a small three-man crew come to my house. We had multiple cameras. I had music. You know, I had a musician and they were in a different place. They were in Atlanta. So they were able to play, open it up. We were getting people moving moving. We had them stand up. And I think a lot of people are having this idea of Zoom fatigue. That yeah. word is coming up more and more. And everyone's been asking me for shorter speeches. And I said, no, that's not what I'm doing. I'm doing longer. So, I'm asking <laughs> for a minimum of 90 minutes and here's why. And this is what I found over a year of doing this now. The more interactive it is, the more impact we're making and people don't want to sit in front of the computer. So if I go shorter, it just becomes a lecture and then it's just another lecture. But what I've done is created an experience and then have them come play with me and we're doing more workshop style. So that's one of the things I would be, you bring that awareness to everyone out yeah. there right now.
0: I love your contrarian approach. I remember hearing a story years ago, Joe Rogan, You know, of course, the number one podcaster in the world. Everybody told him and gave him advice that he should, you know, stick with short form, you know, 30 minutes, 60 minutes, etc. And he said, no, if I'm going to bring pre- people in and we're going to, you know, sit down across from each other, I'm going to talk to him for as long as I want. Two hours, three hours. And of course, that contrary approach helped him build, you know, the most listened to podcast in the world. So I love what you're doing. I know it, we're not talking so much about your magic, but. We're talking about like the way you think that leads to people finding your magic, which I think is is so you know crucial in the world because what good would it be if uh, you had all of these gifts and talents and no one knew about it, right? Uh, yeah, don't the want best that. kept
1: secret. Yeah, the best kept secret is not a compliment.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's not, and and it's uh, like you told your clients. So I know you're you have a real marketing focus when it comes to helping business owners. Do you have a methodology that you take them through when it comes to growing their business, marketing their business? Absolutely. And the process
1: is is quite layered. And I look at where they are. And like you had mentioned, I work with such a stretch in size of organizations, you know, what they need. But one principle that I can give you that That is a must for every client I have is a sheer focus to work with wow clients. Mm. And that's beyond like when people think about marketing, they think about the target audience. I go beyond that transcending to the point where when you work with who you really want to work with, and this is for the whole organization, it brings the morale up. And because I'm all about time, one of my uh, trademarks is more business, more life. And that's my main thing. And people think that time is the most valuable thing for me, but it really is energy. It's energy. Because if you have all the time, but you don't have the energy, then what is what is life like? And the same comes to our marketing. We want to energize our company by who we work with. Right. And this actually is a huge marketing thing because what I found is I call it the four R's. There's four things that come from working only with the wow. And this is opposed to working with the owl, by the way. It's
0: wow <laughs> That's good. and owl, like yeah.
1: right? It's, yeah. And this is where, and the owl sucks our energy, right? right. So now we're losing i've lost staff yeah because i've had clients that were so mean people yeah. quit and then because i was the owner or i'm a speaker they would treat me well i've had this right. happen many times and then they treat my staff like garbage same and thing. i'm like that doesn't work no it's not okay so real quick the four r's yeah, just yeah. to give a little takeaway and you can even just picture yourself when you work with those wow the ones you love working with the number one thing you get more results mm-hmm Everyone's willing, you're gonna go the extra mile, the extra five miles I would even guess without even thinking about it because it's so wow, right? So, and then if people have more results, guess what, you're probably gonna have more revenue. People are gonna pay more for those results. They're gonna come back again and again. You know, it gives that longevity of the relationship. And then the third one is raving fans because they're having so much results, they're willing to pay you more. They're gonna go be the raving fans because who writes reviews? The wow and the owl. Yeah. It's the ones that are so mad, yeah. they're going to go write a bad review or the ones that are so happy, they're going to write a good review. The middle, it's like pulling teeth to get a review. True. So we want more wow. So the more focus you go, there's that famous saying where your focus goes, energy flows. So if you focus on those yeah. wow, you're going to blue. And that comes to the fourth R, referrals. Yeah, baby. If you think of Jim Rohn, he said the five people you hang out with the most are the equal of you. Well, guess who your wow clients are hanging out with? Yeah. Wow. Other.
0: So yeah. you start going up, 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 up. Yeah. Beautiful. So I love the knows. four R's. Yeah. I love yeah. them. That's great. A lot of people wonder, you know, how can I create a, a more referral based business or how can I, you know, we do a lot of paid advertising. I do a lot of online speaking. In fact, I uh, have a, a live Q and a uh, coming up after you and I talk. And so, but there's nothing like wonderful experience that a client has. And because of that, they want to send you another client i mean there's nothing like that right
1: if you focus on the wow that will happen with ease
0: yeah love that that's beautiful yeah. so yeah. maybe we can shift gears for just a moment you know your four r's of course are something that you both teach and i'm sure it hereby when it comes to your own business But you get clients a lot of different ways. You get clients through your speaking. You get clients through your books. I wonder if we could talk for a minute about, you know, your books are out there working for you. Tell me a little bit about how your books have helped you to grow your brand, grow your presence, bring in new customers into your business. How has that worked for you?
1: It's been amazing, Rob. And I have to say, this might sound crazy to say, but, you know, my experience was, It was amazing how many people come in droves once you put your name on a piece of paper. Mm. You know, I mean, it really it felt like that because I've been speaking since 2007 and my first book released in 2016. So nearly a decade. And everyone kept telling me, get a book, get a book, get a book. And I'm like, oh, I don't I don't need to put time on that right now. I'm going, you know, things are good. But I wish I, I do wish, and I don't regret. I'm not a regretful man. But I'll tell you, if I would have done it sooner, I would have had higher revenue. Because within 12 months, it was over a million in increased revenue. Wow! I had people calling me that I knew, and I even said on a call, Rob, shortly after my book hit number one, I said, "You know, I'm still Steve. I'm the same guy. You know, just because I put my name on a book and put some words in, i will finally on paper." it was crazy. And even within six weeks of hitting number one, craziest thing happened. A client sent me five grand that I hadn't worked with in about a year. They sent me five grand. I was like, what is this? And there's a little note in there It said, Hey, I know you're going, like, everything's going so well. I saw what happened with your book. Here's five grand to hold space for me. I don't know what we need to do yet, but I want to make sure that you have time for me. And they just sent me five grand. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, these are the stories that happen right after the book happened. So for me, it was like, a shock. And then from there, it does make, and then now even like this, like you invited me on this and I'm grateful that you invited me on this. I was also on uh, Jeffrey Hazlett puts a bestseller TV show on and yeah. then he puts that on United Airlines. Yeah. So I've had clients call in, I saw your book on my United flight and then they buy our courses and our programs. So I can't even tell you now since 2016, I stopped tracking the exact revenue from, maybe I shouldn't have, but we started getting into the seven figures. of revenue from the book from that particular book it's gotten gray on like how much more business it is but it literally is millions in revenue
0: that's amazing congratulations i mean what a great story and what a great foundation i I know you have plans for like more books and maybe even a series of books maybe just talk a little bit about that and where you want that to take where you want those books to kind of take your your brand and your business Yeah. You
1: know, there's so many lessons because, you know, putting that book together was quite easy for me. I mean, there was a lot of hoops to jump through and I got coaching. I got help. I highly recommend that, you know, I was trying to write a book for two years on the side. And when I finally got some coaching consulting within six months, I went from kind of having a book to having a book hit number one and knowing all the bells and whistles but having that support I was able my biggest fear Rob was that I had created a lifestyle with my family and I didn't want to becoming an author like this extra big chore take away from that so that was my fear so getting a coach and a consultant took that away so I just wanted to plug that in there that definitely helped me and then from there now going back to your question there are so many other lessons I teach why would I not put each of those in a book and that's where the book series is coming. So I'll kind of have my own chicken soup for the soul, which I've gotten to meet Jack Canfield, brilliant man. I mean, the first person to do a billion in book sales from like, you know, a series, right? Chicken soup for the soul. So just watching that model, being able to take my, so wow clients that I mentioned has become my most sought after speech. So creating the wow clients, wow marketing, wow sales, all these things that I teach, there's a curriculum around each of those that I've been training my clients for years, but to put those into a book. And then this way, what that does is it opens up to reach more people, some people are going to read the book, but I will tell you the people who read my book the most are my paying clients. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. Now, the flip flopped. At first, the book got me in and it still does. Yeah. But now I find the biggest readers, the ones that come with post it notes around the whole book, those yeah. are the people that have taken a class from me. And then they go read the book. As supplement to the learning, and they're devouring the book. And I've seen people with my second book, The Hour of Day to Six Figures, with so many post-it notes because it is a how-to book. So it's like yeah. they can re- It's like a little encyclopedia form, you know. It's um, so there's so many layers, I guess, where I'm getting at. Love it. And does that help? I know there's a roundabout no, way. No, that
0: that helps a ton. <laughs> I I actually want to put you on the spot a little, if that's okay. okay. No, um, go for it. You know, it's funny. It sounds like up until this point, a lot of what has happened with your books is organic— and has happened, you know, kind of naturally and people have come to you, which is something that we talk about a lot at Bestseller Publishing. But one of the things I also talk about is you must use your books in a very proactive way, not just a reactive way. And so are there some things that you're doing proactively with your books, sending them to potential clients or sending them to potential speaking gigs, that kind of thing? Is there any proactive methodology?
1: I'm going to say a then and now. Okay. So now has trickled off because I'm just now presently working on the new book. So, I'm kind of gearing up for that and I've kind of moved my branding away from the old book. So, there is a slight gap. But when I, if we go back a couple of years now, I was very active. In fact, I purposely launched my book on a speaking gig. So, when I, uh, we launched my book, one of the ways that we hit number one is I was speaking and I asked everyone in the audience to buy my book.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: And they did it and like, well, not everyone, but yeah. a lot of people did it. And, you know, within uh, two hours of launching the book, we had sold like 300 copies and nice. then we just kept going. And so it was very, very proactive. And absolutely. And, you know, it still happens to this day. I just working with a, a billion dollar company and I'm on the phone with the CEO and we we're talking about, it. he's like, can you send me something I can digest about you before we move oh. forward? And then oh. I can grab a chapter and so I don't give them the whole book and it's like, hey, read this chapter. It's right on point with what we're talking about. Let's have, and, and then I book the next meeting right away. Yeah. So when I get into that next meeting, and then that kind of sealed the deal. And and I'll tell you, uh, just being vulnerable, I was a little nervous because the books from 2016, I promise you, were as a teacher, I've evolved so of much. Like, even the four R's are not in that book. They're in there, but they weren't like four R's. It's right. like my stuff has gotten cooler. So I hesitated. I almost, Rob, I almost didn't click and I'm like, oh, he wants me to send him something. I don't want to, And I sent it anyway. I'm oh. like, you know what? If he doesn't like it, then we're not meant to work together. Thank I goodness decided. you sent it. Oh, he said it was so simple. And he said, that's the genius. You know, he's like, he could say, I could see how you make learning easy. Yeah. And he got that from reading that. And then now we have an engagement. So actually Love next it. week I start with them and this is a, a minimum, probably one hundred and fifty to five hundred thousand dollar engagement. We don't know the full spend yet from reading a chapter in my
0: book. Incredible, incredible. You know, Steve, I actually hear that a lot with my clients. I mean, we tend to be the worst critics of our work, and uh, because we do evolve, we do change. My published Remote Profit, which hit Wall Street Journal uh, and USA Today bestseller, I've changed in the two years since that has been out. We've added new things. There are things that we don't that we do differently now. But the truth be told, you know what you wrote in 2016 is still you. It's still great, and I'm so glad you sent that because uh, too- we wouldn't have had the story if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I have one other quick story, if I may,
1: that Please. totally hits the point on this. This is what got me to overcome it. So when I first, that award you brought up, when we were the number six viral ad in the world, we beat out Levi's and Disney, I started getting asked to speak. I did not, I was not a speaker, you know, I was even, and then after I did my speaking gig, everyone said, this is so valuable. You've got to do a course. So then I did my first course. I worked it all up and we had people sign up and they're paying four grand. It was a 12 week course. Yeah. And I freaked out. I almost canceled it, Rob. I was like, this is not good enough. I was so picking on myself and the people I was with, they convinced me to do it. I did it and even and I they said it's going to get better once you start teaching you'll be fine it didn't as I was teaching I was like oh this is so bad I could do so much better the whole way through I'm beating myself up and then even after I thought people were going to ask for a refund. No one asked for a refund. About a year later, maybe it was a year and a half later, I got a phone call from one, one of the women that were in the course. And I remembered all their names because I felt so bad. And I saw her name come up on my phone because I had it in my phone. And then I was like, oh no, she's finally asking for a refund. That's what I thought in my head. I get on the phone and she said, Steve, I just want to call and Thank you. I still take my notes from that class. It's changed the way that I do my sales and marketing. You completely changed my business. Thank you so much. And and that's what I needed, Rob, because that moment, it clarified me. No matter where we are as a teacher, we can always be better. We can always be better. But there are people that don't know what we know. And it's our gift to give that no matter where we are, and, and we just have to suck it up because they don't know the other stuff that we know. They yeah. have no idea. Right. And so it's really something inside ourselves that was holding me back, not what they were perceiving. So I had to get out of my own head yeah. and then let my work do its work,
0: nice. if that makes sense. Oh, it's beautiful. Know? Thank you for saying that. I mean, we, we are our worst critic, and because of that, so many people do not let their magic, their full impact really be made and uh you know i'm glad you've overcome it i certainly have had my challenges with it as well every author that we've worked with over a thousand authors i can tell you at one level or another they have had the same questions and concerns about their work because yes it can always be better but it will make an impact when you really give authentically and from the wealth of knowledge that you have so that's a great story thanks for sharing that
1: it's my pleasure. I mean, cause it really helped me overcome and it's probably what helped me push that button. Yeah, And it doesn't make those feelings go away. Cause even now, just a week ago, yeah. I still was hesitant before I pressed send on the darn email. So it still shows up. But then because I had that story, I was like, wait a minute, Steve, send it.
0: Yeah. And then, and now you got another story. <laughs>
1: that's it. Now. Yeah. It's story on top of story. So it is beautiful. And, you know, even thank you for what you do, because it's one thing to create a book, but then you have to market. it. It's one thing I learned from, I went to film school and then became a marketer, but I always told people it's show business. It's not right. show play. Yeah. So you still have to build the business around your work, the book that you're creating. So I think it's, you mm. know, compliments back to your work because you're helping people with information, learning or whatever their book is, but then they have to package it all around, which yeah. is what you're sharing here.
0: You know? Yeah. Beautiful, man. Well, thank you. Thank you for saying that. Good stuff. I mean, let's tell people where can they best find you, you know, website, or uh, I know you have your own podcast and such. So where can we send them, Steve, to get some more info about you?
1: Yeah, well, the simple place, because whatever your flavor is for social media, then we've got them, but you just go to Steve. Noplatan, that's N-A-P-O-L-I-T-A-N.com. So stevenoplaton.com. And then also, you're right, the podcast is a great place to start listening. More business, more life is Love the podcast. It. Because we're building those business and, and sales efficiency to have more business while we design our ideal life and start living it right now. So more business, more life is, is the podcast.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. My friend, thank you for being with us. Uh, You have lucky clients, uh, lucky family. I'm sure you feel like the lucky one. And so, uh, you know, that makes it all work. But uh, congratulations on all your success. And uh, thanks for being with us today.
1: My pleasure, Rob. Thank you so much for having me.